I want to create a place where there's so many resources that there's no excuse as to why a victim should be left out there homeless with their children or that they don't know what their rights are to be protected behind the abuser. Microphone check, one, two, what is this? You're now listening to a brand new episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Look what you done started. Talk to him. Attorney, high-performance coach, and speaker Cherie Prince asks hard questions to really get to the bottom of what makes entrepreneurs tick. From starting a business, marketing, strategies, and the ins and outs of their industries. We talk everything from book recommendations, lifestyle hacks, and everything possible to get you inspired and motivated to build your own business. The Play Big Faster podcast starts now. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. We are joined today by Agape Garcia. Hello, Agape. Hi, good morning. Thank you for having me. Well, thank you so much for being with us. I was really excited that you accepted our invitation to come and speak to us a little bit more about who you are and who you serve. Could you give us a little bit of your background? Oh, a little bit? Okay, sure. (laughs) I am Agape Garcia and my background is pretty thick. So to keep it General, I am a survivor of a double attempted homicide. I was eight months pregnant at the time. I was also 1,000 miles away from home. This was about 20 years ago. So I sit here today uh, with a 1% chance of surviving, not from the domestic violence, but from a car accident very recently. And I am here to serve other other people, women and men, actually, with two things. I have a nonprofit that's called Confronting Domestic Violence, and we help real-time resources with real-time victims, meaning that if you have a safe place to go but not the means to get there, we help you get there. The only stipulation is that you must have children. And the other um, organization that I have is called Be Your Incredible Self. I am a certified high performance coach as well as a whole life coach. And combining those two together, I help you experience post-traumatic growth, regardless of the trauma that you have experienced in your life, whether it be medical, financial, physical, you name it, mental, domestic violence and accidents, (laughs) hospitalizations definitely create a trauma within that is difficult to get through. And I help you through that journey of PTG, post-traumatic growth. Now, you mentioned that you have two different organizations that you're affiliated with. Let's talk a little bit about your organization that addresses domestic violence. And you touched a little bit on it. When did you start the organization? And what are some of the resources that are available? Wow. All right. So that is the nonprofit, the Confronting Domestic Violence. It is Domestic Violence Awareness Month, by the way, as well. So thank you for having me during this time to talk about it. And so with Confronting Domestic Violence, we are a little bit still in our embryo stage. I just launched in October of 2021, or excuse me, 2022. So we are at... I'm getting confused. I'm so sorry. Gosh, I feel like I've been working on it forever because I'm literally nonstop every day when I clock out of my day job, I'm working at my nonprofit. So it has been two years. And the first year is a lot of background administration on making sure that we're compliant with federal state regulations. And so it's actual launch from website has been one year as of October. 
So that is super exciting. And since we've launched, we've had one fundraising event. We have been on everywhere on social media because I've been off social media all my life. So I literally started from scratch just about two years ago. And that happened while I was actually in the ICU. While I couldn't move my limbs and my brain was fully functioning, I decided to form this, um, establish this organization because I laid there, me and the ceiling, and just asking my creator, why did he believe I was worth saving? I needed to figure that out. And I just kept praying for that answer. And the answer came to my spirit. And that was to establish this nonprofit and serve the people that need it. So that's how you got started. But what are some of the resources that you have been available that you've been able to provide to people who are in a similar situation? Yeah. So again, real-time victims, meaning, and I'm sorry, I'm using that word victims, but real-time recipients of domestic violence and with children. So if your home is a hostile environment, if you are experiencing abuse there and you have either a restraining order or you have something to show that you're in this situation and that you have a safe place to go, but not the means to get there, we help you relocate. So a moving truck will show up People will box your items and you will get relocated. While that's happening, you have a duly appointed officer standing on premise to eliminate any drama, any violence, any additional altercations. Also on the website, I that's still a work in progress. I, we're launching, but I'm always tweaking. So there is a page of resources where you can find what you need for each state in the United States and then some really great sources for around the world. Not every single place around the world, but there are out-of-country sources as well. And also, I've teamed up with a couple other organizations that, that support the mission. So the whole thing about preventing domestic violence is once somebody leaves, that's the physical side it's the moving on. It's the mental and emotional and financial journey moving on, which sometimes is very difficult, which will then repeat the pattern, repeat the cycle. There's many times that the recipients of the domestic violence will go back to their abusive partner. And so what I'm doing to try to prevent that cycle is I have coupled up with a few different organizations, one that provides hypnotherapy. If the client were to say yes, that they would like to have that, it's for adults and children. And then I have another organization that is supporting the mission and coupled up to provide a class that will help you learn how to um, create websites. So if your job is not um, keeping you during your relocation or if you have time off while you're going through that transition, there's a way for you to make your own money and your own channel of income. So, you know, so we're eliminating those factors that would more than likely have the person go back to their abuse. Wow. Now, with some of that, I just heard you mention about your job, maybe keeping you or maybe not keeping you in terms of your identity. Is there anything in terms of name changes or anything that your organization offers? There is definitely knowledge and guidance that's provided, but we don't give like legal advice or train anybody how to do that. We will say something along those lines. Hey, in your state, you have the right to change your name under this. Maybe go to your legislative web, go to the legislative website for your state and see if that is something that is provided under 
under your protection and rights as a victim, go to your local courthouse, ask your self-help center, see if that's something that's provided. And something that I've learned along the way with helping people is that when you go to do the name change, you absolutely 100% need to make sure that that file is suppressed. You'd be surprised how court clerks, county clerks, and individuals who are helping to include since attorneys, they're not thinking about that. They're not thinking about the whole picture. And when you're doing a name change and that's public record, the whole point that you did the name change is now out of the window. So make sure that you get that file suppressed. In some states, not all, but some, when you go to the courthouse, you can also tell the person that you're going to do the filing with, hey, I am in or I am a part of a domestic violence situation. I need to know, do you have any paperwork or a cover sheet that you can make on my file to make sure that it does not go on the, on the, it's like a stick or a memory. It goes like into the archives, not only for, not only public record, but also to be able to get into the archives. And some courthouses have that cover sheet that goes on your file, so it goes nowhere. It stays private. Only the parties involved can retrieve the information. That is so... So, yes... Yeah, that's such valuable Sorry. advice because that's just something you don't think about. You assume that it's automatic when it, when you do a name. Oh, my gosh. And I can... I'll take it a step further. So, when you do go through that process and you do get the name change... When you go to the DMV, so many times the DMV will say, we have to keep that old name or under or your new name under the old ID number. So how does that make sense? Now, now we're connecting to the two different names. Okay. So you have to educate every single person that you come across when you're dealing with your life, when you're dealing with your life change. Because I had a person that went, had to go to 10 different DVs and I encouraged them to do that. Hey, if the first DV that DMV that you go to and they say, oh, this is what we have to do. And you explain your situation. Hey, I just had a name change. I can't connect the two names. They can never have a cross reference towards each other. Can you create this under a brand new ID number? And for every person that says no, walk out and make another appointment until the right person says yes. And it took that individual 10 DMVs to go to, 10 appointments for her to get that taken care of in that way. It is so great and timely as well that there is an organization like yours that's out there. So definitely, if you are reviewing this video and these are services that you need or someone else needs, definitely look for an organization like Agape's. Now, you also have a second organization, um, Be Your Incredible Self. Tell us about that. <laughs> so be incredible self. Like I said earlier, that's more for your post-traumatic growth. I believe I'm a strong believer that, you know, if you have to have your mental house in order, if you do not have your mental house in order, what are you doing? Where are you going? Your actions, your responses, your thought process, the way you respond, everything has to do with where, how you're thinking, where, where your psyche is at. So I am all about banishing that inner critic, learning how to intercept that inner critic, learning how to condition yourself to have positive results, positive routines, positive thought patterns. It takes six to 12 months to break a bad habit. 
It takes 28 days to two months to create a new habit. And once you are habitual after a certain amount of time, it is a conditioned behavior. So I really am I'm developing a routine mentally. So you wake up with energy. You go to sleep happy, reflecting on the day that you had, whether it's your clarity on who you are, what you're doing, your clarity on who you're not and what you're not doing. Either way, I hope you find your way through the chaos that comes after experiencing a sense of trauma. So what are some of the tools that you use as a high performance coach to help you um, with these post-trauma activities? Definitely around clarity, right? Know what you're doing or what you're not doing because of your belief system. And then tying that to your belief system, I ask you certain questions, certain definitions to words and ask you what your belief system is. For example, somebody who said, I just want to be successful. Okay, what does that, what is your definition of successful? What is your definition? If I ask 30 people in a room, 30 people are going to have a different definition of what they believe being successful is. So once you write out that definition, it's very simple. I ask, are you walking in that? Are you walking in your own definition? Because if there's a disconnect right there, then we're identifying where we need to realign. Because if you're not walking in your definition, you are going to feel as if you're off key, not even knowing or realizing why. That That is definitely why, because that's your core belief system. So if you're not living that or walking in that, of course, you're going to feel misaligned. So once, you, once we go through that, <clears throat> we'll identify roadblocks, we'll identify support systems, we'll identify how we can manage your time better, how we can get more energy, how we can get more productive. It's, it goes pretty, it's, it's actually really amazing. So what does that look like working with you? Is that like a six month time commitment? Is everything individual? I'm spread out. So I do one-on-one and I do have a couple different programs. I have a boot camp class. I have a three month program, get your mental house in order and, um, or the thrive program. I'm sorry. And then my six month program, which is the actual post-traumatic growth program. So the boot camp is four days and the three month and the six month. But I was just invited to the metaverse, Elinxis metaverse. And I was asked to come and do a 12 month program in the virtual reality metaverse platform. I'm so excited. So that's what I'm, that's what I'm actually working on right now. It's going to be a little bit of coaching, a little bit of information sharing, a little bit of educating, and a lot of networking. So for all of us who are not as familiar with the metaverse, what does that look like and how can I find my way to the metaverse? Oh my gosh. Okay. So you would create your avatar on playerready.me and then you would create your account on spatial, S-P-A-T-I-A-L.com. And you would enter in. And Alinxis is the world that I'm in right now. It's E-L-I-N-X dot U-S. And that is the world that you'll find me, a basketball player and a few other folks. <laughs> when I say basketball player, she's the women's NBA basketball player. I'm sorry, I don't know her name. And she has an actual basketball court in the world. And in the virtual world and you go and you play, you can invite friends, family, whatever you go in there and you play. So there's so much in there to explore. And like I said, it's a great space to network, find people and align. 
whether it's your own mission or your own business, it's really a place that's supposed to be replacing like Zoom. <laughs> and that was my next question on whether or not it was invitation only. So anybody can go and join the metaverse. Yeah, and you create your own avatar. It's pretty cool. So instead of seeing the actual me, you would see my avatar in the world. And you would show up in your avatar, but we would still be talking like this through the microphone. We can dance, we can jump, we can run, we can travel to different worlds while we're in there, but we're having clear communication just like we are right now. And we're looking to make it a very safe and vulnerable place to share stories specifically under domestic violence. That's why I'm doing my 12-month program there. And I'm hoping to have different groups where I'm talking to people who have moved out but are struggling to move on and so I can share a lot of the tools and techniques that it that is required to move on fully. <laughs> and then also if I can if I have a group of people who are advocates, who are physicians who deal with with real-time victims, it's talking about different resources, you know, that maybe we can combine a huge pool of resources, whether they're real time or, or reflective, or if it's something that they're planning. It's, I just want it to be almost like an educational library. This is going to sound a little off color, but you know how when the criminals are arrested and they are indicted and they're in prison, they have all these resources available to them, right? They have the law library, they have communities, they know people that know the system that are going to give them the information, help them out here, help them out there. You know, this is the same thing that I would like to have for victims and or people that are in the industry helping victims. I want to create a place where there's so many resources that there's no excuse as to why a victim should be left out there homeless with their children or that they don't know what their rights are to be protected behind the abuser. That's where I, that's where my big dream is to have all resources and everything needed in one location so we can eliminate the reason and excuses why victims don't have a place to go or resources to take care of themselves and their children while the abuser has lights, running water, food delivered, and a gym and a library to go to and then help when they get out. The victim ends up just trying to figure it out on their own. It's pretty sad. Definitely. So just to unpack some of this, you work with real-time victims with your nonprofit, which is Confronting Domestic Violence, and then after they are successfully relocated, you actually can work with them a little bit further um, in a post-trauma setting with Be Your Incredible Self. Yes. And the other organizations that um, support the mission, like I said, with the hypnotherapy to really help that healing, the expedition of that healing. And also the other organization that helps with training you to create websites. So if you need that extra income, uh, you can create that. And even though it's a I think it's an eight week course by week three you can start marketing yourself because you have enough knowledge to get the bases started that is so great now you've given us so much value today um but i do have one final question for you oh, okay. <laughs> if you could give one piece of advice on how to play big faster what would it be <sighs> that's such a hard question under this umbrella of domestic violence Okay, play big faster. What would that be? That would be know what you know who you are, um, or even if you know who you're not, that's fine. As long as you know one or the other, who you are and what you're not. 
figure out what you are super good at. Make that something that you can channel income through. Because if you're doing what you love, you're not working a day in your life and you're actually motivated and inspired to get up and have the energy to go and do it. And that is how you can play big faster, especially when you are leaving a domestic violence situation and you're on your own. That is the best way. And it starts with the psyche. Thank you so much. Look, thank you so much for just coming and sharing information about your platform, adding value. And everyone, until the next episode, play big faster. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Play Big Faster podcast. Want more entrepreneurial content? I like this. Make sure to subscribe for future episodes. I'm already subscribed. I just clicked on it. Don't forget to like and leave a review. Share with a friend that needs this in their life. I think you need this more than I. Oh, and make sure to follow Cherie on IG at Cherie Speaks. And remember to play big faster.